Show me the money. The Aging Workforce Forum editions. The world of work is changing, but what are the social and economic impacts? We heard from Lisa Ford, General Manager of Business Mentors NZ. I went to see my friendly optician this morning and he told me to wear these. Apparently I'm getting old and I need them to be able to read small print these days. So I thought it was quite a good start to the day in the forum today. So thanks for the opportunity to participate in today's forum. I'd like to share some stories with you of the challenges and opportunities that business mentors encounter in the SME sector. Working with business owners over the age of 65, so 97% of SMEs in New Zealand, they're our small business, they're at the core of New Zealand business. So when David asked me to come along and discuss some of these challenges with you, it made me reflect on how times are changing and have changed, even resonating with my own personal circumstances. And I've got to admit, it's prompted many discussions with my husband on our intentions in the next few years. I imagined I'd be a kept wife. Sadly, that's not going to happen. He's made that very clear. And if I'm honest, it's not something I actually want to plan for. It reminds me of my own mortality, and I probably need to start working on my bucket list as well. I look at my parents. I realise how fortunate they were. They retired at 55 and 60 years old. Both worked for large corporate organisations in London. They invested into a generous superannuation scheme. And I'm pleased to say, now aged 78 and 82, they are still terrorising us here in New Zealand and going well and actually wasting my inheritance as we speak. So I step back, I think, they retired 23 years ago. They funded a great lifestyle, they still do, and they still travel and have hobbies. Wouldn't that be a fantastic plan for all of us in our twilight years? But actually not a reality in today's changing workplace. So I want to tell you some stories of our customers, the people we're working with who are small business owners in New Zealand. Let me give you some stats. Uh, just a snapshot of the last 12 months um, for business owners aged 60 and over. 28% have been in business less than a year. This tells me that they've um, lost their job, they've decided that now's the time for that lifestyle choice, and, it, and it's hard work, or they've got a redundancy payment that they're using to fund that business, and they're not sure whether it will be successful. 17% have been in business for 20 years, and congratulations to these guys, because no doubt they're coming to us now to look for an exit strategy or a succession plan, we hope. 51% are home-based businesses, my guess is consultants or specialists. 80% registered for GST, fantastic, that's aspiration for growth, definitely. 36% based in Auckland, no surprises there. And this is my real bug, 76% don't have a business plan. Where are we taking their businesses? So some insights from our experience. Circumstances change for people. We have individuals who've worked for large corporates for 30 years and sadly their roles are disestablished through restructure, etc. They then decide to go up into go into startup consultancy practice and they've moved from a role where they've had staff to do the work for them and they've been the decision maker. When they start up a small business, they've got to do everything. And they don't always have the capability, the motivation or the energy to, to be flexible and fluid as a small business owner needs to be. They're challenged with the concepts of social media and technology, and it's that business plan again, they don't have one. 
Business owners aged 65 or over don't have exit strategies to enable them to sell the business. There's never an intention to retire as they still need the income from the business to live on and this is becoming increasingly common over time. One of my favourites is a dysfunctional family business. This is beginning to be quite normal, particularly in the farming sector, where my dad's the founder of the business. He can't quite relinquish the power to the sons or the daughters, and then we have a huge family feud happening. <coughs> Everyone loses focus, and the business and the performance completely suffer from that, and they start to lose customers and money. Individuals come to us, they start a business because they're looking for lifestyle changes. They feel this is an easy income as they get older, and our role as mentors has been to point out how much energy needs to go into starting a small business and that motivation, and able to adopt that increasing change. Our startup program is successful with the over 60s. We see retired individuals coming to us with ideas that they've had for 20 years, then they now want to take it to market and they've got the time to do it. They're the ones we love. They've got the inclination and they want to develop that product or service. And what a great opportunity that is. So I'm going to tell you some horror stories. You put me up after The Economist, come on. That wasn't fair. Let me tell you some horror stories of what's happening out there on the coalface. In Christchurch, we worked with a couple in their late 60s. They'd bought a pie shop and saw it as a great opportunity to keep themselves busy. They bought themselves a job. Something, something to get up for in the morning, making money, lovely, lifestyle challenge. Of course, until something goes wrong, then you realise what major impact there is. Unfortunately, one of the earthquakes struck in Christchurch. Their shop was the only one left standing in the CBD. Now, most of you in this room would be going, ka-ching, what an opportunity. When people are stressed, we want to eat. In New Zealand, we want to eat pies. They had customers queuing, I would say around the block, but there was no block left. They were queuing down the road for pies. Any of us, here, any of us younger would say, that's the opportunity, here's a chance to grow, make money. For them, the opportunity to have to employ people, to build in health and safety, more supplies, to them it was an absolute nightmare. And they came to us highly stressed, um, in a complete meltdown mode, and said, can you get us out of this business? Our job as mentors was to exit them out of the business as soon as possible, make sure they had some money in their pocket, and obviously the next owner just rubbed their hands with glee and said, let's just do this. That is an extreme story, obviously, but you can see where they bought themselves a great opportunity to see them through their retirement and it turns into a complete nightmare. An airline pilot contacted us. He was hanging up his win wings after a 45-year career at, with a commercial airline and wanted to start a small boutique tourist business. Came to us and said, I don't have the business experience. I can fly planes and I know the tourist industry, but I, I don't know how to run a business. Had great networks and of course he saw it, he'd managed the risk because he'd already invested into his retirement. He saw that this is a great opportunity, build a business, keep himself busy and an opportunity for his children and grandchildren to come into the business at a later stage. Very pragmatic. I like those ones, they're the ones we enjoy working with. A worst case scenario for an older business owner, we had a, 
a couple who owned a cafe up in Northland. They'd owned it for about 40 years. Their home was actually attached to the cafe. They were in their 80s. They had no succession plan um, and unfortunately the, the husband had got very sick and it became one of those situations where he, was, he had heart problems, we needed to exit them out of the business, their home was attached, there was a huge emotional attachment to the business as well and it was trying to get them out of that situation very quickly. If they'd have come to us 10 years ago when we could have helped them work through a succession plan and got them out of that business with money in their pocket and the ability to have another home, that would certainly have been the best outcome for all of us. We managed to um, get the business prepared for sale and it did sell, but I, I believe at the end the actual family actually, the children of the family supported them um, with a home, not what you would like to see. So yeah, I sort of feel like the Grim Reaper at the moment, so I'm sorry about that. But on a positive note, I head up an organisation of more than 2,000 business people who volunteer their time. We had a great story go out in the media this week of Jacob and Nelson, who's 83 years old. Jacob has worked with about 200 small business owners and has made a huge amount of difference. So send me these people who still want to be active because boy, have I got a deal for them. 30% of my volunteers are retired or semi-retired, actively involved with their business communities, and I can honestly say we are very fortunate to be able to transfer their skills, knowledge and experience to business owners and also start-up entrepreneurs. We're not losing their skills. We've been lucky enough to be a <coughs> conduit to be able to transfer that huge wealth of knowledge. I personally believe our ageing workforce has a huge opportunity, particularly at the governance level, with advisory boards becoming more and more um, positive and being a, a, a benefit to, to business owners. In closing, in our experience as business mentors, I can only stress we should be educating and encouraging not only our older workforce, but our younger workforce as well. There is a distinct lack of financial literacy and also the opportunity that every business owner should have an exit strategy or a succession plan. I can't bang that drum enough to ensure they can exit their business in the right circumstances with dignity and more importantly transferring their intellectual property to the business to make it saleable. They then have the choice whether they want to retire or continue. So as I say, I'm sorry I may have been a bit of a grim reaper of the, the, the piece, but I challenge you with your thinking that the small business owner, they've still got real issues out there as I say, with financial literacy, and we probably need to help them build some more capability, particularly with the older people. So thank you for your time today. This episode of Show Me The Money was recorded at the Commission's Ageing Workforce Forum. Thanks for listening. Produced by the Commission for Financial Capability, helping Kiwis build wealthy lives.